Laura. Dueling Genre Productions presents. Oh my God! Do you see that? When a freak accident strikes McKinney City, ordinary citizens are given amazing abilities. I can move things with my mind. Oh my God! I'm flying. I can fly. I can teleport, and I can fly. Super senses. What, like Daredevil? We are just playing fast and loose with this whole science thing today, aren't we? Now there are villains. Billy, when you have an arch nemesis, do you just kill them immediately? No. You tie the ropes just loose enough so that they can keep escaping. That way, when you finally do win the day, you can sleep well knowing that you rose to the challenge. Your brain works differently than other people's, doesn't it? And heroes. Leah Markowitz, Gwendolyn Allen, Jeffrey Gibson, Mindy Gibson, Simon Holt, Splendid, you're all here. I'm going to make you all into superheroes. Screw it. Let's go save the day. The powerful. After I drain everyone here, McKinney City will be mine. I'm going to show this whole city what real passion truly is. And the underdogs. You're all imagining me as a singing, dancing chipmunk right now, aren't you? The people in that store need help, and we can help them in a way no one else can. We have great power, which means they're our responsibility. I mean, Jesus, what's the point of having five freaking Spider-Man movies if we can't even learn to do that? Geek by Night, an original podcast series about five friends running a comic book store with superpowers. You're really going to keep running a comic book shop while trying to be superheroes? It might not always be easy, but I think the world could use a few more underdogs. Available at DuelingGenre.com and podcast apps everywhere. We solemnly swear we're up to no good. Welcome back to Harry Potter Minute, you guys. The Harry Potter Minute is the fan podcast where we overanalyze the Harry Potter movies one magical minute at a time. I'm Gary Roby. I'm Adriana Laguna. And today we're talking about Minute 102 of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Minute 102 starts with Harry questioning Hagrid's name choice. And it ends with McGonagall telling the students that 50 points will be taken. Could have been worse. Could have been 50 points each. Mm. We'll get there tomorrow. Uh, I, I love Harry's expression right, right at the beginning of this minute. After he hears, uh, Hagrid call, uh, say, hello, Norbert. He goes, Norbert? Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Like, why that name? Why would you call a dragon Norbert? And Hagrid goes, well, he's got to have a name, don't he? And Ron looks so, um, understanding. Like, I bet you Charlie's like this, like naming the dragons that yeah. he's got, like, uh, that he's like in charge of. And you probably got like a bunch of weird names and he's just like, so pleased. <laughs> like, aw, Hagrid. <laughs> he's like, ah, oh, I guess you're right. Like, yeah, you're right. I guess he does have to have a name. Can't doesn't he call it dragon? Yeah. Gotta have a name, don't you, Norbert? And then Norbert, like, kind of sneezes. 
Fire. Fire. And Hagrid's beard catches fire. Yes, it does. I like the way it burns. It, like, kind of kindles and crackles. Yeah, like it's in it. Like it's, like, already yeah. in the beard. Yeah. And I'm just like, that's not safe. No. <laughs> He's, like, tapping it out with the... Uh, according to Fantastic Beasts, somewhere to find them. Um, the Norwegian Ridgeback is usually the youngest fire-breathing dragon. Like, they start breathing fire at, like, an earlier age than any other dragon type does. Normally between one and three months. Not five minutes. Not five minutes. Not two minutes. (laughs) Uh, So Norbert is especially mature. So maybe that's why he, like, burst out of the egg. Maybe he's just been chilling. He should have been... uh, He's he's past his due date. Yeah, like he should have been like like out of there like a while ago. Yeah, maybe that's why the guy at the pub was glad to be rid of it. He was like, "This this dragon's gonna hatch any day now, and I can't be caught with the dragon. What would I do with the thing? What would you do?" Haggard's just like, "Ah, oh, dragon! I want a dragon so bad. Give me that dragon, fool." Uh, I think it's fun. So that's uh, that's about all we get of Norbert, really. Did you have any more dragon stuff before we're done? Uh, I mean, the dragonology book doesn't like it's not in the Harry Potter lore, even though they does it does talk yeah. about magic and sorcerers and, and that kind of thing, like magic to to call a dragon or attract a dragon or yeah. that kind of thing. It's just it's just kind of interesting. It it kind of reminds me of the whole Fantastic Beast thing. It's written like in a as if it's in a world mm. where these things exist. Yeah, I would like to um, get a copy of the new Fantastic Beasts that just came out. And maybe on the weekend edition, we'll discuss uh, a little more detail about the different types of dragons and, and see what information we can we can get from that book. Because that could be cool. Um, so that's all we get of Norbert, which is sad. We only see him for like a few seconds at the beginning of this minute. And then... Uh, Hagrid sees someone out the window. He goes, who's that? And then everyone leans forward. And, and we cut to... Very pale face in the mm-hmm. window. Draco. Draco. I-, I like I like when they look at him, he like kind of starts, like he realizes that they saw him and he goes like, oh! he like gasps and then he darts off. Harry's Malfoy. And they leave. They cut to... Um, they're inside. Well, Harry goes, oh dear. And then they cut to inside. Um, I like that when they cut here, when they cut to like inside Hogwarts, the first thing we see is an owl. Just hanging out. In this hallway in Hogwarts. Just a random owl. I know, what? Is it just... Why is it there? That's a big owl. Maybe it's a McGonagall's owl. Maybe. Because she comes out of her office. I assume that's her office or dormitory or. Yeah. Yeah, I do think this is her office or her classroom. So maybe it's her owl. Maybe it's her owl. Um, they come in. We, we see Harry and the trio coming down this hallway and Harry says that Hagrid always wanted a dragon and that he told me so the first time I met him. Yeah. First thing. Um, not first thing, but not like, first thing, but that first day when they're on the train in that deleted scene that we didn't see, Haggard says, about. "Blimey, always wanted a dragon. Always wanted a dragon." 
Yeah. Do you think a dragon would be a good pet? Oh, not God, no. I mean, as much as I love dinosaurs, I wouldn't want a dinosaur as a pet just because it's kind of uh, impractical. <laughs> like, unless you have the space and the means to take care of something that's going to grow to a very, very large size. Uh, I feel like that would be... In today's society, having a dragon would probably be very impractical. Yeah. I want, I, now I just want a story about, like, a kid that lives in, like, like, like a downtown area, like, getting a dragon egg and being like, I can't fit you in my apartment! What are we gonna do? Well, I know of a story in which a boy finds an egg of a dragon in which he lives, like, in suburbia, so, you I mean... Oh, really? Uh, What's that book? Uh, Jer- Jeremy Thatcher, Dragon Hatcher. Oh. I love that book. I have that book, actually. That's cute. It's very cute. Uh, I really like, um, the Aragon series, which is another, like, story about a kid raising a dragon. Those are fun. Those are fun. He's like a dragon rider. But of course, that's like a medieval fantasy magic story. Yeah. Um, but those are fun. I don't think I would want a dragon. Yeah. Maybe a little dragon. One of those that only get to like 15 feet long. It's Harry Potter dragons, huge. but like, um, uh, like the dragons in Aragon or like the dragons in Tolkien are intelligent. They can speak and communicate. So I think those kind of dragons would probably be easier to have because, because they're sentient or they're like, like intelligent life. Right. Um, whereas these dragons are like beasts as far as they're portrayed. We, no dragon ever talks to Harry. That's true. Aw, he doesn't get like a Bilbo smog moment. <laughs> no. That's like no. one of my favorite moments in like That's, That is probably fantasy. the best moment of that. Yeah. Of that movie. Uh, no. I mean, it doesn't... They don't talk. No. Uh, so McGonagall comes out of her office as they're, as they're trying to return to the dormitory. And, uh, she goes, good evening. And then my note says that Draco Malfoy steps out of the shadows like Randall from Recess. Like, you know how he's oh, like... Oh, God. That, that, sn- that snitchy kid? Yeah, the kid who's the snitch who's always trying to get TJ and them in trouble. Yes. And he's always I going to that, remember. like, old woman teacher whose name i'm forgetting right um yeah that's exactly what it makes oh me think of when gosh. he steps out of the shadows like this and he's kind of like like his neck kind of crone forward a little bit he's kind of crouching and his hair's all slicked i mean his hair's always all slicked back but it's yeah yeah that's hilarious yeah well he is being that snitch right now he is he's so proud of himself for uh for catching the trio and um so mcgonagall says that nothing I repeat, nothing gives the student a right to walk about at night. Yeah, as soon as that happened, I was like, oh, that rhymed. I never noticed that before you pointed it out off mic, and and it makes me very happy. Nothing gives the student the right to walk about the castle at night. Did she mean to do that? I don't think so. I'm pretty sure she didn't mean to do that. Do you think Chris Columbus wrote the line like that? Not Chris Columbus didn't write the line. Steve Cloves. 
See, he wrote it like, oh, I'm going to make this rhyme. No, I don't think it's intentional. I just think it kind of came out that way. I think it's funny. <laughs> so she says, therefore, as punishment for your actions, 50 points will be taken. And that's the end of the minute. Um, From what it seems like, it seems like it's only 50 points overall. Yeah. Which is fine. It could have been 50 for each. Yeah, 50 points. Um, Well... You know, they only lost five points for, like, going after the troll. Hermione lost five points for going after the troll. And they only gained five points each for stopping it. So losing 50 points is, like, drastic. Ten times, as, or five times as many as they had earned previously. Right. Putting down the hole. There, there's no way they can win the House Cup now. That's not necessarily true. They think that, but, you know, we we know that Dumbledore has a plan. <laughs> Dumbledore plays favorites. Uh, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Very unprofessional. How dare. Exactly. How dare he. Yeah. What a jerk. All right. That was everything I have for today, too. Let me double check my notes, but I'm pretty sure that was all of it. Um. Oh. I made a note that I didn't actually read off when they're coming down the hallway. Um, and Harry's mentioning that Hagrid has a dragon. Um, Ron says, and worse, uh, Malfoy knows. And then in my note, I wrote, and worse, worse, dot, 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 because that's right when he says that is when, when McGonagall comes around yeah, the corner. Yeah. Um, and worse, worse, McGonagall knows too. Uh, which is, that's a dumb note. We, I don't, I'm going to cut that out. That was stupid. <laughs> Let's wrap up. That was everything okay. I have for this minute. Okay. You guys could join us for minute 103 back here tomorrow for minute 103 on Wednesday, uh, as we talk about their detention, uh, decision. Just awful. It is. Makes I'm excited. No we have some really awesome stuff coming up this week and next week. Oh my God. Like really intense. It's going to be great. So join us tomorrow. You can find us at duelinggenre.com, uh, along with Back to the Future Minute and Lord of the Rings Minute and the soon-to-be-airing Spider-Man Minute, which I think is going to be so much fun. Uh, you can also find Doctor's Companion over there and the award-winning audio drama Geek by Night, which uh, I am also a big fan of, and I think uh, everyone should go check out that show if you like superheroes and comic books and nerdy culture. It's fun. It's a good time. Go check that out. All right. That was everything I had. All right. Join us tomorrow. Mischief, Mischief managed. managed.